Good evening, Path to Warren podcast. This is Matt Warren. This is episode 352. It is February 28th, 2022 on a Monday evening. Just got back into town from Walt Disney World. We took Maddie and uh, left Thursday afternoon, or, or excuse me, left Thursday morning, spent Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, in an awesome hotel that overlooked Epcot and uh, the Dolphin and the Swan Resort. Had such a great time. We uh, went to Animal Kingdom yesterday. The day before that, we went to uh, Hollywood Studios. The day before that, we went to the Magical Kingdom. Just had a great time. And one of the coolest things that I want to take away and share with you guys that <clears throat> happened on this trip is Maddie, you know, she's nine. She would hold my hand like so much during this trip. And she never used to do that. You know, she would hold it every now and then randomly if she was in a great mood and we're walking somewhere. But being in Disney World, walking between rides, going to get lunches or whatever, or going to the hotel, going to the pool, she would just grab my hand and hold it, you know, sometimes interlocking the fingers. And it was just real special. I mean, I, I can't tell you how special it was. There was something about being sober, being solvent, paying for this trip, you know, with a debit card and not on, not on a credit card. Disney World is extremely expensive, as you guys know. Uh, I'm sure everybody knows. We were able to to spend everything, book everything. Um, we had saved saved up some substantial amount of money, and, and we're able to just pay for it, which is awesome. Uh, I I want to share something. I got a call from my sponsee, or, or I got kind of an urgent text from my sponsee that he wanted to talk. Uh, he had been. sober now for I think it's been six months and he felt a little guilty because he got a meme from one of his um, AA group buddies and it said it says something like an eye roll with a photo of a guy that said oh just another guy picking up a chip who's on mind altering pills and he felt guilty. And he told me that he's been on Clonopin for two years now and wanted to know what I thought about Clonopin. So we had a fantastic talk. Um, I was able to share with him how when I got sober, I was on... Uh, it ended up being like a one gallon Ziploc bag of pills that, you know, I, I always say I never signed up for that. I never signed up for that. I, each one of them though did something else. And the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous talks about how there's this one chapter and it talks about how we had a pill for everything. You know, a pill to get up, a pill to do this, a pill to do that, a pill to study, a pill to 
to eat because I was eating crazy and drinking crazy stuff. I had a heartburn all the time. Um, a pill to focus, a pill to relax, a, a pill to have sex. I've shared about this in other podcasts. And he felt guilty about it because he had been prescribed this pill and was taking it. Uh, he said the, the, the pill bottle says, take one pill twice a day as needed. He says, I'm taking it as needed twice a day. And I said, well, after I heard his little talk about how he's taking it and when he's taking it, why he's taking it, I asked for some more information. He got on it two years ago when he was dating this girl and uh, needed, and he was raging at her. So he needed that pill to kind of calm down. But he was also on, you know, blow and he was drinking a lot. So it's he, he was in a totally different state, a totally different mindset when he was prescribed this stuff. When I heard him share about when he takes it and why he takes it, I knew what the answer, in my opinion, was for him. And the answer was for him to wean himself off of this stuff. When he said something like, I, I only take it as needed and I take it as the doctor says, you know, yes, that's right. And you, you, technically we're not supposed to give advice for medications, right? And I told him, I said, this comes with a disclaimer that by no means are we trying to get you to get off of this if you really need it. And by no means am I trying to get you off of this so that you get unbalanced and you go back out and start drinking and drugging again. That, that's that's not the intention here. And I said, but after hearing what you said, I believe you're, you don't need it anymore. I believe that you were in a different state when you were prescribed the pills. And he said, yeah, but they were doctor prescribed. I said, well, look, you can get a doctor to prescribe you anything. I said, we're good enough salesmen because he's, he's in sales and I'm in sales. I said, we're good enough salesmen that we can get the doctor to give us a prescription for anything. You name it. You just have to, you have to come in and do the part, you know, do the dance. That's all you got to do. And if the doctor won't give it to you, we'll do what's called doctor shopping. We'll go to the next doctor. And as bad as that sounds, it's the truth. This whole shenanigans about the doctors prescribed it. I, I, I'm, I must have to have it. I, you know, I, that's a bunch of hogwash in my opinion. The doctor's going to give you what you act like you need. But I said, I believe that we can start weaning this off and it might take two months to wean off of this stuff, but I believe you need to have a, an insight. I mean, you need to have an end in sight for where you want to go with this. Are you going to be on this forever? No. And I said, well, why don't we work toward, instead of taking one pill a day, I said, is the pill large enough that you can break it in half and only take a half a pill twice a day? And he said, yeah, oh yeah. And he said, I used to do that, but, but, but then I would find that I was taking more pills per day. So I was taking it more frequently if, it, if I was only getting a half a pill. And I said, well, 
why don't we do and I, I got some more information I said so when exactly do you take the pill and he said well I take it I get up in the morning I do my morning routine and then I will take it shortly after that and, and I said okay when do you take it in the afternoon he said well in the afternoon about midday I'll, I'll take the pill and I said is no I said specifically is it before you go into a meeting is it right when you get to the office is it driving on the way to the office? You know, what is it that is causing you to quote, as needed, take the medicine? And he said, well, I've just gotten in a daily routine if I take it on the way to work and then I take it around two or three o'clock in the afternoon, no matter what I'm doing. And I said, what about on a Saturday when you go play golf? Are you taking it on Saturday when you go play golf? He's like, I take it every day. And I said, okay. I said, I found I had a problem when I was taking Adderall to go fishing. You know, I realized I had a problem when I was taking Adderall to go fishing. And I said, however, let me say that there are people in the program that are prescribed to Adderall and they take it the way they're supposed to. There are people that are prescribed to Xanax and they take it the way that they're supposed to. I said, that's different. And he said, well, maybe I am taking too much coffee maybe I am smoking too much cigarettes. And I said, yes, now we're talking. Those things are, are mind altering as well. They're, they're, they're substances that, my, I mean, when I used to drink coffee, it would get me jacked up. When I used to smoke cigarettes, it would get me jacked up. Those are things that are altering the mind. So the goal in my mind when I got sober was to get off of all pills as much as possible. And I got to where I got off of all all pills, except I take a little pill for heartburn now that's 20 milligrams of over-the-counter, um, uh, excuse me, not over-the-counter, but generic uh, omeprazole. But that I was on 40 milligrams. So by not putting all the things that he was putting in his body, I believe he can wean off of this drug, even though I'm not a doctor by any means, the way he was describing how he doesn't really need it today and the way that he was even bringing it up, he needed a sponsor to say, let's do a challenge. I, I said, us addicts, addicts like us love a challenge and love a project. I said, I challenge you to work your way off of weaning off of this medicine. I said, it, the, the next two days might be hell as you're trying to taper off on this medicine, but I, I challenge you to do it. And let's have an end goal on these cigarettes too. I said, how many are, how many cigarettes are left in the pack that you own right now? I said, I don't know, maybe 12. I said, okay, I challenge you to go outside and smoke one last cigarette and then throw the package away, crumble it up and throw it away. And I said, who knows, you might not even finish that cigarette but I went I I said there are there are 12-step programs out there for nicotine anonymous you, you know for people that smoke cigarettes there are 12-step programs he's like really I said yeah I said they're great they're tools that you can use in that program to help you get off of smoking cigarettes then I said but don't wait till you finish the 12 cigarettes to, to you know when you finish the pack don't wait a whole you know a week or two days throw it away, go smoke one more. And while you're smoking it, ask your higher power to help you get off the cigarettes. 
So I hope you found this beneficial. It's been a good weekend. I'm excited to go back to work, get back into the groove of things. Hope you have a great day. And remember, as Mama always says, make your contribution. Have a great night.